Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. My classy co-host here turned to me during that song and in not such a classy tone with such classy words indicated that uh, her lady thing will be happening while we're in Mexico. And I said, isn't there a way to speed that up? Now, again, I have never had the the menstruation and I was under the impression that a month ago when this happened, that there were measures you could take to speed it up or push it back so that if you had something special going on, like a trip to Mexico with what a whole bunch of listeners. What are you even talking about? Who told you that? Uh, am, just am I right or am I wrong? If you're listening to this, is there a way, like if you know, like if this is your week, is there a way of pushing it back a week or getting it started a week earlier so that a month from right now, you don't always have, it's not your time. Like you've got some special thing that you want to make sure you don't have to mess with it with. Don't I'm almost you think that if is. this were a thing, JJ, that women would just do this all the time? I think it's probably not the healthiest. Like your body should be on a healthy cycle, but I'm, I'm almost positive there's things that you could have done, preparations <laughs> you could have made so that you didn't have uh, your friend with you in Mexico. Yeah, there are things like, Get an IUD no, 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 or no, 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 no. birth control no, implants or oral birth control pills. I could do that, but talking I don't like need to. like change your diet or take some supplements no. like extra vitamin C or something like that. You're ridiculous. No, somebody will let us know. You can take that stuff to make your time more bearable. Yeah. But well, you, you can't I mean, go like, listen, oh, I have a wedding. just be tough. I mean, stop complaining about it would be the first thing to do to make it more. One, I'm fine because I don't like the ocean anyway. So I'm just going to be hanging by the pool and tanning the whole time. But it's just like the, uh having to bring extra stuff and buy them there, can't feeling you? bloated. Yeah, for a million dollars. You're telling me my luggage. Mexican women are paying a million bucks a month. I feel bad for them. Shut up. There's got to be things you can do. I just know that it's much more expensive down there for like a bottle of the Calmine lotion. Remember when I had the sand flea situation? You're a mess every time, man. Like, like there's just no making you happy. <laughs> there is. There, you, we can't bring you anywhere. I want to go to Mexico again. Oh I God. can't this time. I'm pregnant. See, you're sick. And speaking of being sick, I'm going to have to bring some extra stuff with because if you buy it down there, like a bottle of NyQuil is like $27. But it's Crazy. way better. No, it's not. Oh, it's got cartel NyQuil. That That's is why. not even close to being true. You can't speed up or tailor make your time of the month. You're so ill-informed. This is like awful. Uh, there's something besides jumping on emergency birth control. Okay, d- do me this. Sarah, not, thank you. I'm I know. That's what I have to freaking deal with. I'm not saying this is something you should do. I'm saying would it, if you got, let's just say you went to the store and you got a handful of plan B. Would that stop it? Okay. Very ill-advised. I'm not, I'm not, that's why I said I'm not, I'm not sure what the repercussions are, but would that? You would be very ill. Would you? (laughs) Yes, you would be very ill. No, I would never do that. There's got to be something you can do if you want to. Emily says drink lots of water. That will help too. But it will not, it will not speed up. I think it will. Anything. There's a way to do it. You're just not very conscious of it. It's sad that I'm having to have this discussion what with I, you. What I would love is if it just like lengthened and didn't come until the 23rd. The 23rd. That would be so ideal. Right when I get back. This is so disappointing that this is what you wanted to talk about right now. Uh, <laughs> How was your Tuesday? What'd you do? Uh, it was good. I went and um, 
ran to Target to get some stuff for a Valentine's meal that was requested by my Valentine, my younger Valentine. Yeah, so he what was that meal? Chicken fettuccine Alfredo nice. with real garlic bread. I never do. Did you get the stuff in the like the tin bread? foil pack? Yeah, yeah that's good to splurge on every it once in a while. It was good. It was really good. And so I made the chicken in the air fryer. It was delicious. But I picked him up from school. We had like a little Valentine uh, after school coffee snack at uh, the coffee shop. But when I was at Target, I had this coughing fit and I had to duck into one of the aisles because if you cough like that, people are like, oh, COVID. Really? You think still- people, st- I don't even yes. think about that anymore. Yes. And so I duck in and I'm just coughing like crazy, pee my pants. It was <laughs> so bad. I had to just leave. I left. I didn't have anything. So you, like, you went to Target and didn't make a purchase because you pissed yourself. Yes. It was that bad. And it's not like a puddle was there or anything. Have but I ever been able upsetting. to elaborate in words how sexy you've become right. over the years on the show? Where it's just you're just you, you can't you are, find those. Well, words. and I, I'm telling you, as as you take a peek at the landscape mm-hmm. of of beautiful women across our country, to see that you're leading the way. Parallel, unparalleled. I know it's a burden that I'm glad that you've assumed and you've <laughs> taken up the mantle and decided to represent. All right, so you drive all the way home in your pee pants. Yep, uh, and then I ended up stopping off at the grocery store after I changed my pee pants, and then I dyed my hair, and then I got down this Theo. You know who Theo Vaughn is? I do know Theo Vaughn. Yeah. Oh my God, his his like interviews are so insanely funny. I can't believe because he doesn't I've take gone, anything seriously. He, he's yeah. the, he's one of the last great comedians. That doesn't care if you decide you want to cancel him. He told this story about how his dad had this friend. He was an older friend. We called him Mr. Bob. And Bob would have the cinnamon stuck to his hands. And he would just put his hand behind his back. And we'd come up and lick his hand. And he just loved it. He would just have his hand down here. And and then he'd always just load it down with some some cinnamon sugar. And we'd just lick Mr. Bob's hand. It was just like the the way he told the story. It was really funny. Can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me? Everybody! We got this text from Angela. And when we we thought we misread it, we thought it was missing some information. And then we dug a little bit deeper. And via a text exchange, she now joins the show. And we know about the former bully dating situation. We know enough, I guess. So how did this all start? That's my big question. I was like out with friends and he just kind of showed up there. It was okay, so you see him riddle. after high school all this time later. And what was high school like? How did he make it like a living hell for you? Oh, he was nasty. He was the worst. Like he wrote stuff on the bathroom walls. He would stick like like notes in my locker. He started rumors. He made fun of the way I looked. Like all <gasps> kinds of things. He even wrote in like a dear Abby once, like totally making fun of me, like as a lie. Like just bull. So you know, like when little boys have a crush on little girls, sometimes they're mean to them. But like this is beyond that. Like he was abusive, right? This sounds horrible. Yeah, he was he was just nasty. Not a good person then. I, I just, no. I didn't like him at all. You gave him a chance. You guys went on a date last night. How did it go? Mm-hmm. Did you see the high school side of him? Or was it like, who is this guy? He's grown up. That's the weird part. Like, he kind of just wasn't that person anymore. But I was, re- like, I went out with him ready to be like, I'm going to ghost this guy. And I'm going to show him what he showed me. Yeah, I don't blame but- you. 
He wasn't really like that. Like you like this guy, up. don't you? I can tell right now. Like you've got something for him. It's the, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of weird. Like I didn't expect that. So at do you all. think people can change? Can can, can this? Can, of course, people can change. Of course, they can. But like. You're a better woman than me because I could not like forget about all that terrible stuff. You see, he really does seem like he's a different human being, and somehow he got better looking too. I don't oh, even know how that is. happened, but okay. And obviously, you did if he was trying to go on a date with you. Yeah. <laughs> a couple minutes ago, heard from Angela, who just went on a date with her former bully, her former high school bully. He saw her out. Their friends were all together, and he walked up, and he asked her out on a date. She sounded smitten. Well, yeah, but she said, like, her first goal was like, okay, I'm going to let you buy me some food, and then I'm going to ghost you. But she said that they had a really good time. So I'm happy that he didn't hurt her anymore. Like, it sounds like he made her life a living hell. And you think that zebra can change its spots? (laughs) I hope so. But, yeah, I mean, you really hold on to your bullies. Like, there was one guy. What's the guy, Otto guy? Yeah. That, I was gonna, I, and he died. Wyatt had just texted, and he said there was a, a dude in high school that he and I hated each other. We even fought a few times, and I found out last week that he passed away, and I genuinely felt bad. Well, yeah, Man, you, you have compassion for a life. I, I got to say, listen, I don't want this to look really, really horrible on me, but when my high school bully, when I found out that he OD'd and died, I felt bad for his family, but that guy wrecked my life for like the better part of 10 years. Yeah. Genuinely really, really made my life worse almost every single day. And I don't, and I know I should have felt a whole lot more compassion when I heard that he died. Yeah. But I really didn't, man. Like he had become such a, an, a evil part of my memories of, from a childhood. I didn't. You would felt, take your glasses off, right? Oh my god! Like he broke my glasses. I bet a half a dozen times That's in elementary terrible. school. Like I'm, I, rem, I remember to the this, the the worst, and I'm not going to cry. But the <gasps> oh my wor- god, you the, like the gonna... worst was I. I had like we didn't. I didn't grow up rich like you guys. Yeah. So when I got a birthday present, it was a bit you know like a big deal. Yeah. And I remember I got a new glove and a new ball, uh-huh. and I was like eight or nine and you could tell like it was a nice glove but i had that perfect white pearl of a baseball uh-huh. and we went and played at the park the one day and this guy got it and he i mean well he was a bigger than all the rest of our like little kids and he took it and he walked right over to where the sewer drain was and threw it down there oh my and god I, and i remember coming home and i got my my glove on the handlebars of my bike yeah and uh, coming into the driveway and my dad's out there and having a beer with his friends oh yeah was, uh, look at the new we got him and he's like show him the ball and i go that guy threw it down the sewer uh-huh. and my dad goes what are you gonna do about it uh-huh. and i genuinely it, it was uh, monday it was the next monday in school and i walked up to the kid on the playground and i punched him right in the nose and yeah. he beat the piss out of me yeah he turned around and throttled me and broke my glasses oh my god yeah, it was it was bad man and like i said i know you're supposed to feel compassion when someone dies but I pr- maybe I'm broken, but Those I didn't. Four memories. I did not feel a whole lot of bad when I found out that guy died. Yeah. Ugh. Oh my God! Are you ready? I'm so excited. The chicks, man. The chicks, it man. Was bananas because we were on our way 
home mm, Sunday. No, Sunday morning, right? We're Sunday morning. Uh, my son has a hockey game before the Super Bowl. And uh, I was just kind of flipping through the playlist on my phone. Yeah. And I got like, uh, I think it was this song from the Dixie Chicks. And my wife goes, whatever happened to them? And I'm like, country music fans, are, uh, they're really loyal fans. But they up and crucified these girls because they said they were ashamed George Bush was from Texas. Yeah. So they... I mean, I was working for a country radio station at the time, and they made them sacrificial lambs, and they were the biggest thing in music at the time. I know. I and just could not believe how long they kept them off of the radio. They were amazing. You have Chris Brown beating Rihanna, and he was fa- back faster there, than the chicks were. There are a few country artists that I would pay to see, but I'll go to that show if I I'm will. not busy to see the chicks at the Minnesota State Fair. They are coming for a second show to the Grandstand Concert Series, and they're going to be playing 7 p.m. on Friday, August 25th. And the ticket prices for reserve seating, they're very affordable. They're like 77 to $117. Uh, so if you make so, it a date night, it's 150 yeah. bucks plus fair food. You can get away with a $300 uh, night. Sounds like an experience. Yeah. I would like that. Officials at Michigan State University, they're identifying the three victims who were shot and killed uh, two nights ago on campus and say that they were all from the Detroit area. As far as the motive, the father of the shooter says that his son became, quote, evil and mean following the death of his mother two years ago. And he also didn't know why his son targeted the school, never spoke about it. He believed that his son was a danger to himself and others prior to the shooting. Listen, this is where you say something. It may be your child, but you could be saving lives. If you know that they have access to a firearm or if they're... He did say, he made the comment that he started playing more dangerous and mind-altering video games. I don't want to be that person to say that well, video games could do I that. Mean, there's, but- already, there's proof out there that they uh, that you, you, you your mental state changes when you play enough of those videos and you're exposed to enough of that stuff with anything else, whether it's uh, you know polarizing music, polarizing news talk shows, yeah. <clears throat> whatever it is. I, I think I think what what they need to key on here is that traumatic event that happened with the death of his mother. You know, obviously sent this guy onto a road. That that was dark. Yeah. And and I think, you know, the more we're learning about mental health and traumatizing events and how it affects people as far as getting kind of off that mainstream thought pattern, mm-hmm. you know, that's something that we need to pay attention Nothing to. Nothing shows that you love someone more than to get them the help that they deserve. Yeah. So California lottery officials, they're revealing the name of the winner of November's record high $2 billion Powerball jackpot. We have not heard of this person until now. The long-awaited mystery is now over. The name of the person who is the only player to match all six numbers of the historic Powerball drawing last November is Edwin Castro. Edwin would like to largely remain private. He understands his name is part of the public record and now part of history. But he respectfully declined our invitation to appear publicly with us today. So why would you do that? however on Facebook, and so I messaged him. Why would you do that? Why would not you just show up and take a picture with the big check? I don't know. I don't I know. I get, like, you probably have a lawyer that's telling you, listen, lay as low as possible. Everyone's got to have their hand out for a while. We want to make sure everybody gets what they need to get. But All you have to do is say no. It's not like you're walking around with this money. You know what I would have done? So- I would have had him beam me in via Zoom. That's what I'd have had him done. Okay. You know what I mean? This guy's probably holed up in a hotel in like Billings somewhere. You know what I mean? What a like, great life he's going to live. I love that for him. All right. Get me a sexy beat. Some people thinking St. Cloud, one of the sexiest cities 
in the world. I don't think anyone's thinking that. No, uh, but in the country, the sexiest city, what do you think it is? If you had to think of just like the sexiest sex appeal. I would have said Vegas just because of all the, I mean, it's legalized prostitution and there's strippers everywhere. All valid points, but it's actually Chicago. Really? Yeah. Chicago is a very fun city. You have to know where to go. Yeah, I wouldn't have called it sexy. It's fun for me. Followed by Dallas. And uh, in second place, Las Vegas came in third. So I was close. A little dusty out there. Uh, You'd say we're uh, any any city in Minnesota make the list? Uh, Melrose. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Set the tone with some pink here while I find. So pink is coming out now, and she's talking about this mental health break that she took for two weeks. She went to Europe. And she got away from her family. She went to clear her mind. And this is a big deal for somebody on that level to say that this is okay to do. Um, If you're not right, your family is not going to be right. What do you think about this? If Trisha said, I just need two weeks to write my head. I'm going to go overseas. I'm going to do like an eat, pray, love. What do you think of that? No way. Selfish as a mom. Absolutely. You truly do. Oh Don't my you God. think it's more selfish to never, be here but not be here? never support something like that. What is going to happen to me if she's not here for okay, two so weeks? Okay, so now I know you're joking. I'm not. What do you, how do you think, just say, just say it gets to the end of the two weeks and I stumble here on a Thursday morning. What do you think? What do you think? I can't is, take you seriously right what now. What do you think really would happen to a guy like me See, if she is, wasn't around for two weeks? This is why I'm raising the son I'm raising. Like, to get up, be able to make his own food, survive. I can eat my own food. I can survive. But I would be a mess it, without her. But you would be more of a mess to be with somebody that is not happy and not living there. What about their, me? What about me? Oh, my what God. What about shut me up. being happy? No. That's where this boils down to. Her husband, Carrie Hart, was like, you need to go. I'm seeing the difference in you, and it's not good. See, for us, we're, we're pretty lucky because Trish gets uh, her company offers sabbatical. And she yeah. did that, I don't know, two, two, three years ago or whatever. And she took like a month and uh, and just kind of did what she wanted to do. Woke up on her time. It was, And she took it during the summer, like a June sabbatical yeah. too. So uh, other than walking around and uh, she took the dog for a lot of walks and, uh, and just kind of did her thing and really relaxed and got, you know, right. And I think the companies that can offer something like this, man, I think you get employees that decide they want to be there forever and do really great work for you. I don't know. I was just reading about all the stuff that she was going through in 2022. I had no idea. So she had like a big weight gain because she had double disc surgery. And then after that, she had a procedure um, on her knee and then she lost her father the previous summer. So she was still dealing with that depression, trying to lose the weight, couldn't. Uh, Got COVID a couple of times. And so when she left for Europe, she would work out a couple of times a day. She would eat clean. Her metabolism was getting back to where she felt comfortable with it. Her mind was getting there. She was just taking time. Lucky to have a situation where you can just up and disengage for two weeks. Most of us don't have that. Not a a lot of people. I would say a very small percentage of people have this luxury of being able to retreat and knowing that your family is still being taken care of. I don't think like I've had nights where I am at like our cabin working all day and I'll decide to sleep there instead of come home. Mm -hmm. And 
I'm so bored without people around me, man. Like, well, I maybe can't. you're not at the point where you need it. When you're at the point that you need it, you don't it's think like, I need uh, it. No, I just, people need a break from you. I just, <laughs> so you stay out there. I just shouldn't be alone. I think bad things happen then. But people are people are talking about how it was selfish for her to leave her two it's young not kids. Selfish. Listen, those kids didn't suffer at all. They got a little break. I'm sure dad was, I mean, he seems like a pretty good dad. I'm sure they're obviously loaded beyond belief. So if they needed a little daycare or, uh, you know, somebody to, you know, take them to Chuck E. Cheese, I'm sure they had that. But if if the most important thing was that she was able to go get right and then become a really good mom. And, uh, and obviously it's paying off. She's got new music on the radio and stuff. Healthy mom is the best kind of mom. I just thought I I would be intrigued if you're listening right now and thought it was selfish. You should once a year or twice a year, go somewhere where for would a you couple go? of days. Where would you go? If, if, I, if this was you, where would you go? If I, I wouldn't be able to leave for two weeks. I'm not at that point. I'm not um, at the point mentally where I just need a break. Take a long weekend. Where are you going to go? I would if love you, to go stay an at an Airbnb or like a and b and have it be like half spa. So I'd wake up and I'd just have that quiet, calm vibe. They could do that anywhere then. So yours isn't necessarily a destination. You just have to be at a, a, like a spa resort. So for my 19th birthday, my mom got me this B&B experience, but it was a spa in Taylor's Falls and it was the house. It was like a mansion and the bottom level was a spa. And then you got to go upstairs. All you had to do was walk downstairs. It was beautiful and it was perfect. And you lived in a terry cloth robe and you got tea and you had lunch made for you, like really healthy lunch and, it was ideal. So if you can make that happen for yourself, squirrel some money away. So every six months or once a year, you go do that for yourself. I think that that is the least selfish thing that you could possibly Don't be do. be selfish and leave your husband at home. That's just such a horrible look. All right. So we have a, a buddy that works in the industry, and he knows somebody that is looking to cast for adult siblings for a reality show. So Why don't you do this? I can't do this. It was with your it's brother. Like, well, okay. You're so the high drama one then. I am not the high drama one. If it's, if it's you and your brother, Michael, you're the high drama one. You work on a nationally syndicated broadcast outlet. Your life is so bananas. You peed your pants at Target. That's true. You would be <laughs> awesome. And he would sit there stroking his beard going, I can't believe she's part of our family. I know. He's so chill. So is my brother Casey. But remember when I was going to go noodling with them? That would have been a good episode, yeah, right? right. You sticking your hand in a, a big uh, hole of mud and then coming out with a giant catfish. I'd, pay, I'd pay to see that. panned out. And I'm so upset oh, about I it. I can't believe you didn't go into the wild and try and catch a fish with your bare I hands. I could do that. I'm, I could do that. Mm. The more and more I watch Naked and Afraid, I could do that. <laughs> they need a sibling's. Naked and afraid. Yeah, I, no, I don't want to be naked with my sister. They just aired a couple's one in honor of Valentine's Day, and Derek was so mad he called me about it yesterday. He goes, they are too nice to each other. They're working too well together because they were husband and wife. And That's all that naked time. Don't you want to get down? Yeah. He made her a heart out of a coconut, and Jesus. Derek's like, barf. Where's the fighting? <laughs> Where are the ant attacks? All this stuff. But um, do you have a sibling or siblings yes. that you feel could star in this reality. You know my show. sister. Tell me she wouldn't be perfect. She would for be perfect. Real Housewives of Victoria. Yeah. If you lived a block away from her, she would just be walking in all the time, staying too late drinking wine. 
I could see that. Her I coming over just to borrow stuff. I can't even tell you how perfect she would be. This is a girl who, for no reason at all, will only look for the drama in a situation. Yeah. And she'll dip her toe in. And she'll realize, ooh, there's something here. And then she'll dig in a little bit deeper, even when you're like, hmm. Oh, weird. I wonder if that runs in the family. No. I wonder if pushing think, people's no, buttons My mom wasn't like that at all. Oh, okay. uh, so, but But my this sister, is a big payment, by the way. Like, people are going to get paid a lot of money for what, this. What's a lot of money for something like this? Quarter million? Well, they say 40000 an episode if it gets the ratings that it is requesting. They, but How much of, their, of your life do they really record? How, much, how, how many weeks of taping do you think they've got to tape to get... Like an episode. I have no idea. Kendall says, my sister and I are crazy. We deserve our own reality show. We're two years apart, and we're always dealing with wild stuff in our life. Molly on our show, she would have been perfect. Yeah, she uh, would have. With her sister and uh, her lesbian sister who got married to a doctor, and they to get, like, her sister was cool and calm on, but when they got together, yeah. it was like somebody added acid. I know. Like, it, 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 I'd never seen it before. They were wild. And then her brother owns, like, properties, and he is having people not pay their, uh, their whatever, their rent, rent every single month. So he had me call. You were the enforcer? To see if they would answer. And then he'd know that they were answering, because they wouldn't they were answer scared his him. calls. They yeah. Didn't. So, I mean, do you have maybe even throw out one scenario that you think would be a perfect episode for one of these reality shows? Yesterday, my son came home from college and he said, guys, can I use the, the washer and dryer? He had texted my wife, Trish, and I and said, can I wash clothes today? I said, no problem. Yeah, come on by. And I thought he was going to come in with like a load of lights and a load of darks. Mm-hmm. And it was about seven or eight of each. I mean, it was mountains of laundry. I'm like, where did you get all of these clothes? And I don't yeah. mind that he, he comes home and uses our stuff. That's fine. Um, but I really, now that I gave it some thought, think that he took all of his roommates, like his, uh, their house, they've got four people living there. And I believe he took everyone's clothes and is making money off of us. Good for him. Yeah. So I came across this list and my son of the most common laundry fails committed three of the top five yesterday. So when you're doing laundry at your house, you got you, you got Derek, you got Liam. What do you think is the biggest fail that happens when you guys do laundry? Not take chapstick out of the pockets. Good one. It is bad. Like Derek, I never put chapstick in my, so it had to have been Liam because Derek swears he didn't, but all of his new sweatshirts, champions, but all of them. Oh. Mess. No, will that wash out? No, they don't. Again, it just, it's there forever. I don't know how you get oil stains out of sweatshirts. It's just but hot water probably, right? I'm like, bummer. A couple of my jeans. Oh, I was so mad. Our biggest fail is when uh, a Tide Pod just kind of sticks to like one part of the clothing and doesn't completely disintegrate. Have you ever had that happen? No. So that happened on one of my favorite like long sleeve shirts. You don't use the no. liquid detergent? Yeah. So these are the big five. These are the the most common mistakes that people will make when they're doing laundry. Cramming too much stuff into the wash so it doesn't get clean enough. Mm-hmm. We're probably all pretty guilty of that. Number four, forgetting to put clean clothes in the dryer so you have to wash them again. You ever done that? Where they get that wet, musty smell? There's nothing worse. I, I am so sensitive to that smell. Yeah. Derek I, is a, a good turnover. So he does all of our laundry. I'm like a princess. My son did this yesterday, and I benefited from it. He left a bunch of loose change in his pocket, so nice. it rattled around in the dryer, and I cleaned it out this morning. I think it was close to six, 63, 64 cents, okay. which is probably his entire bankroll. 
as a broke college kid. Yeah. Uh, number two, leaving uh, a dark item in with the whites. It kind of ruins it, makes it dingy. Never noticed. I think if you wash in cold, that's not a thing anymore. We wash everything in cold, I think, or like a lukewarm. We don't do hot because you don't have to. Yeah, unless you're really, really trying to get some some grungies out. And then the number one biggest mistake when people do laundry is kind of like the chapstick, leaving a tissue in the pocket. Oh, it, yeah. disgr- it disintegrates all over in the wash, and you're picking those little white things off everything you own for mm-hmm. months, it seems like, because once it goes in the dryer, it gets stuck on there. One of the worst days was when we went to the beach and I changed Liam's diaper and I left the diaper wadded up because there, there wasn't a uh, garbage can anywhere near around. So I put it inside the towel, wrapped the towel up, whatever. I got home. I put everything in the washer and then all the gel came out oh. and is turd. Oh. I was like, what <laughs> the age? It was so gross. So if you are friends with us on Facebook, odds are I will pull from your life. I will contact you and see if you want to come on. If you say no, I'm going to read it anyway. This is Sydney's. <laughs> and uh, she even posted a picture of what happened. So she said, if you had a small child at blank this weekend, I'm not going to say where, and decided to let her sing Bruno at the top of her lungs the entire time, you're the problem with claps in between you're the problem (laughs) if by taking your kids out to eat to show them how to act in public you need to properly show them we lost count at 18 you gave her this girl sang bruno Bruno. times yeah you gave her your phone headphones and let her go at it it was cute for the first two but after that how did you think that it was okay the pick is of you and your angel if you needed reminding, also it, huh? shame on the wait staff for letting it go for so long. So see, she put smiley faces over their face. Uh, I think that's misguided anger on the wait staff. They're not going to turn down an opportunity to have a really great tip to reprimand somebody from singing. And, I, and the only reason I can say this is my daughter, when she's back from college, waitresses a lot. <laughs> And I can't imagine her coming up to somebody and making them shut their kid up. Because well, that's the manager's job then. Me, yeah, maybe, maybe. Not the, not the waiter. The manager needs to go, oh, hi. Yep, we need to stop singing that loud because it's annoying everybody else. I remember I was on a flight and I tried, man. I tried to smile every time, but this mom had her three-year-old on her lap facing my way, you know, facing over the back of the headrest. Yeah, really safe. And she was like popping up. And then I'd have to like act surprised, you know, like every time, like you go to hibachi and you're like, oh, <laughs> oh the egg is coming at my face. Wait, is that oh. a volcano? Yeah, whoa, the choo-choo train. <laughs> like you can only feed into it so long. And then you just like pretend to look out the window and then you pretend to act like the drink cart's coming. And I was like, okay, now like get some control. It's annoying other people. Have you ever had an obnoxious situation like that? You have three kids out to eat when they were younger. Did you have to worry about that stuff? Uh, no. We would go to places that were okay with that. Like, like sports bars hey, or Chuck E. Cheese? We would go to like Mexican Village. And you know yeah. that that corner booth way in the back? Yeah, sure. That was, that's our spot. Okay. They, they saw that my wife and I had no control. Yeah. And even if the place was dead empty, we don't need, that's a booth for seven. Mm-hmm. We would only have like one of the kids with. They'd walk us all the way back there. Yeah, nice. And sit us in the corner booth so that we couldn't really annoy people. Why do people. people bring their kids to eat if they have no control over their kids? What a horrible Somebody else's situation now. for you to be in, though. You know what I mean? Like how an- annoying. It didn't stress me out. It's a controlled environment. 
That's you know, so rude. <laughs> whatever. Uh, but w- what I had the same thing happen to me that you did. But in church, uh, we'd go visit my mom and dad for Christmas, and we'd always go to Christmas Eve service. And the church would be like they'd leave the doors open. Yeah. On Christmas Eve, because it would get so hot in there. Uh-huh. And then I remember the one year, uh, like one of my high school friends has a baby, and over his wife's shoulder, and that baby is staring right at maybe he's one year old. And it, the, the whole entire service. Yeah. And at first, when you're waiting for church to start, you're like, hey, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You're making the bubbly <laughs> eyes, crossing your eyes, and you get a little giggle. But then that kid, like, you get a little bit further in, and the wise men are showing up. Yeah. And she, Mary's having the baby, and that kid is still just eyeballing you the whole time. And then you're nervous. And so I'm, like, tapping my wife at the time, like, you got to make some faces at this kid. And so my wife goes, I got to go to the bathroom. And then oh. she just leaves, and there's like, I'm sitting bailed. there. Yeah, I mean, she just completely bails on the whole thing. So that obnoxious kid thing in the restaurant, will you share your story with us real quick? I'd love to take calls on this. All right, so I read this post uh, from Sydney, who is friends with me on Facebook. And trust me, that's where I get like 90% of our content. But she said that if you had a small child at blank restaurant this weekend, decided to let her sing Bruno at the top of her lungs <laughs> the entire time, uh, I guess the parent gave the child a phone, headphones, let her go at it. They lost count at 18. So rude. But she posted a picture of this person with another adult and the child, put smiley faces over the faces so she didn't get in trouble. But she said also shame on the wait staff for not calling it off, like letting it go so long. I don't know if I agree with that. But I do agree with the letting the manager do the job. That's what they get paid for. But I want to know, have you ever had that obnoxious moment in a restaurant? Uh, Angela over here on line three says, hold my beer. What do you got? We were at a restaurant and you know how they'll bring out a little birthday Sunday when it's your birthday? Yeah. So they could start bringing out a birthday Sunday to my kid, but the kid at the table next to us <laughs> was singing louder than all of the wait staff combined. He was probably like four or five. Yeah. And he was just like, birthday to you. <laughs> oh, so man. The whole time, everybody else was trying to sing. I love that. For one, I'm just like, okay, it was kind of cute. But then in the other part of my head, I'm like, be quiet. You're like drowning everybody else out. <laughs> drowning, yeah. Drowning. Uh, I cut that, too. Uh, thank you for hollering at us. I appreciate it. Your kid got a little out of control, or it was right next to you. I want to talk to you, Brittany. Hey, Brittany, what's going on? Give me your story real quick. Somebody was celebrating their birthday, and my daughter jumped up, and she started, like, dancing and oh. swinging her arms around and was singing happy birthday and, like, riding a horse. See? And, I mean, the whole nine yards <laughs> just in front of everybody. That's all right. <laughs> I can handle that. I can. It wasn't 18 rounds plus of we don't talk about Bruno. I can handle a cute kid moment like that for a yeah, brief if moment. your kid's into it and they want to celebrate, I'm all yeah. into it. But yeah, you're right. 18 rounds of Bruno. <laughs> the Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.